The Red Room Theater, Episode 63, Toy Soldiers. Welcome to the Red Rum Theater, where we watch movies, we love movies, we were raised by movies. We're your host, Ernesto Alanis. Uh, and Antonio Marino. And every week you look at one of the movies that plays us up. Every week we do this. We talk you know what else we do every week? An intro. <laughs> <laughs> I'll record it from the beginning, dude. <laughs> Today we talk about the movie Toy Soldiers. <laughs> and how it taught us to be creative with our pranks and to roll with the boys. Yeah. Roll with the boys. The movie Toy Soldiers, released April 26, 1996, with a dismal... Sounds like a uh, sublime song. <laughs> April, what does he say? Is it, does he say April 26, 1992? Is that what he says? I think. That's impressive. <laughs> dude. That's a good pull, dude. <laughs> This movie has a dismal 36%. What? It, o- it only has, dude. It, it only has, Steakin. The reason is... Boo Radley. There's only like nine reviews. That's why. Like, it's, it's, it's an older movie, so if only people that want to review it, go back and review it. It was probably feminist. Why has it got to be in all boys' school? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, directed by a guy named Daniel Petrie Jr., his only other movie of note... In the Army Now. That's all he's got besides this. That's two damn good movies, boy. Written by a guy named David Kep, And the writer, screenwriter, David Kep, is the most money-making screenwriter of all time. His scripts have made more money than anyone else's. He's written Jurassic Park, he wrote. Wrote Spider-Man 1 and 2. His screenplays have made big money in the box office. That's who wrote this thing, okay? Now, the plot of this film, very simple, okay? Terrorists take over prep school full of like for real terrorists, dude. <laughs> like dang, like dude. this is a rated R 1990s yeah, terrorist. Yeah, dude. Yeah, this is not Home Alone burglars. That's not what this is. This is this ain't the Wet Bandits, G. No, it is not, dude. This is the Colombian drug lord bandits, dude. <laughs> I can't believe that fool spitting them sandwiches, bro. Ugh, I'm like, so you're gonna nasty. get yourself killed. You're gonna get some... You know what I'm saying? They would have blew his head off. <sighs> Stupid mug. Now. This movie got rev- uh, recommended to us by one of our patrons, and I was like, toy soldiers. And all of a sudden, I had this hazy memory of boys in a prep school. Yes. And it was very hazy. We used to watch this Turns all out, the time. Yeah, we loved it. Was on, it. it was on HBO for a while. Yes. Was- Dude, I remember when we watched this, the first time we watched it, we it, there was a uh, somebody that used to babysit us in Flint. And we used to go over there, and there, there, for some reason, there was always a, like, I don't know if it was like a, like a ghetto daycare, but there was always a ton of kids. <laughs> we used to watch Are You Afraid of the Dark all the time. Yes. Remember? That was my first, I had my first crush over there. I always loved going over there. I forget her name. I Man. remember, like that, like, that was like my first boy-girl thing. But I remember we were all cuddled up on the couch on the floor watching this movie. I remember that. Like, this- How old were you? You were a kid. If this was 96... I was 13. Okay, okay. My first boy-girl thing was about 13, too. Okay. It was at Winter Middle School. My first boy-girl thing was. Dang, Gina. Okay, so. Back when you didn't know how to talk to girls, dude. Psh, I don't know how to talk to anybody. I didn't either, man. Shoot. Howard Stanford, governor. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> dude, but um, Steakin, I turned this. I watched, this I, is 96. Are you sure this is 96? 96, dude. 
This is right before computers hit big. There's no computers in this movie. It's all radio transmitters still. It's still early on. So I watched a preview of this movie on YouTube, and I'm like, 1991, fool. Whoops. That's why I'm over here like, I wasn't 14 over there. <laughs> I'm like, for, what? talk about a late bloomer, dude. This fool said 1996. I'm like, nah. No, I was like 10 years old. I was 11 okay, years old. Okay, okay. That sounds, that sounds more like it. Stupid, dude. Now, I turn the movie on me. I sit down to watch it. <laughs> dude, I said, I'm I, over here like... Was that 14? What a creep. <laughs> I was 14 on a 10-year-old. Dang. <laughs> Sorry, the superintendent over at Clarkston School. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot. I'm going to leave my wife for one of my students. <laughs> we don't even know Life's this. so grand. <laughs> we don't even know this guy. And we're just throwing crap. We're kind of close. <laughs> like down the street. <laughs> Hey, uh, Frank, I heard some guys talking about you on the radio. Hey, I'm a big fan of these uh, these guys on the podcast. Check it out, dude. I can't wait. I can't wait. I need something to, to, to uh, lift my moods nowadays. <laughs> oh, my God. She loves me, man. She loves me for me. <laughs> Not because I love the Red Rum Theater. <laughs> Dang, it's so, poor guy. We turned this show on. We turned this movie this on. This fool just grabbed a Q-tip. Damn, my ears are burning, damn. <laughs> so, fool said I, 96, I, I dude. I tell my wife, baby, ready for some 90s action. She goes, yeah, I'm up for 90s action. Get some popcorn out. It's going to watch the movie. And it starts, I'm like, oh, shoot, I know all these people. I mean, you got some 90s legends. Gems in this mug, dude. Sean Austin. You got stinking Louis Gossett Jr. Uh, you know what? I love Sean Austin, but that fool did not age well. <laughs> dude, dude, he was, first of all, I don't think he was. He was the stud of the movie. Like, he was like the heartthrob. <laughs> when I told Angie, Sean Austin. This is years before Rudy, dude. Right, when I told Austin, Sean Austin, Sean Austin and, and, and Will Wheaton. She's like, I didn't think of them as being the troublemakers because their career does not go in that direction. No. They never are the heartthrob. They're never the bad boy. They're never the, the cool dude. And this one, they're like the cool rebels. Oh, yeah. They're the troublemakers, dude. It's Wesley Crusher's the cool troublemaker. Crazy, dude. <laughs> So's Rudy, dude. Dude. Oh, he's the ringleader of all of them. Oh, he's bad too, dude. How about the stinking uh, the booze he the concoction he came up with, dude? I wonder if it tastes really like like look, it smell like mouthwash. I, I don't know. Well, he said the ingredients. It's it's real because when he said sweet vermouth and all that other stuff, I'm like in snaps. I'm like, dang, dude, that could work. And it smells like mouthwash. Remember when uh, that one teacher was down there and they're all in the basement and he gives them the shot of that mouthwash? He's just like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he gives him cast. So turn the movie on. And I don't know how it happened, but dude, I'm watching this movie and I was in. In, dude. This movie is like. First of all, opening scene the, in Columbia. You have. Uh, that was brutal. And you see right away. This movie's rated R. They kill a girl right off the bat. That was messed up. And you the see, judge, that was messed up, dude. Dude, I don't know how they filmed that because you see him falling out of the yeah, cop. Dude, well, he, you you didn't notice? He had a, he, under the he had a parachute he, under the judge robe. That's still scary to fall. That's insane. That's insane. What's a crazy stunt they did? But it was a great it's an opening scene. You see these guys. They, they, they could have went straight Mohicans and threw a dummy with the arms. <laughs> <laughs> um, you see, it's moving to R. People are going to die, and this guy's a psycho. You're going to die, clown! He wants his dad back. It goes to the school. You meet the troublemakers. 
they're like five friends get into trouble being stupid you see them and it's and it's very I almost want to say it's over the top with how he like is trying to be so tough yeah but you know what that's how boys are sometimes especially the ringleader he's got a safe face he can't look like a punk in front of the homies Tony, I, I wanted to say something. I'm like, I can't because I was over the top when I was in college. Dude, your dean of hundreds of thousands of students knew your name. That's right. Years. Like almost, what, 15 years after you went to the school? That's right. He knew you, dude? That's right. You were bad, bro. <laughs> Dang. Good thing I never went to college, man. Um, Steakin. So what about this movie did you like watching again? What, what, what stood out to you like movies that, that, that you enjoyed? First of all, spoilers. We're going to talk about what things happened in the movie. Ain't nobody care about this movie now. I'm just saying, if you haven't seen it, turn this off, rent it for four bucks on iTunes, and turn it back, turn the podcast back on. Or go to Family Video and rent it for 99 cents and get the best microwave popcorn you ever had in your life. Do you even have it over there? Of course, dude. They got 99 cent value movies, dude. They have toy soldiers on the rack over at. I mean, I ain't looked for toy soldiers at Family Video anytime in the last, you know, twenty years, but I'm sure they have it. I don't know, man. Go to the bargain bin at Walmart and buy it for three dollars. Okay, so what in this movie stuck to you as being awesome? Okay, I had something different when I was young, but now being older, seeing how much of a punk Sean Austin was, I loved how that stinking the head terrorist dude was like. I I know you're kind. You're a punk ass, just like I was. You need discipline. Don't. And he tells him, don't F with me. Remember, he tells him, are you scared? Because he's being a little punk. Yes. And he's like, of course I'm scared. And he's like, yeah, you better be scared. And he leans in. He's like, do not F with me. And I was like, dang, dude. Like, he wasn't playing, dude. He was brutal, man. He beat him like. Yeah, he did. Dude, that movie, that's a real movie, dude. I love the. The um the buddies being there for each other and, and like like even at the beginning when they their friend has to leave they all get together to see what's going on they want to know yep, what's going they on they help him bring his suitcases oh. down to his car like um I love I love friendship um the movie is you often don't get in movies about young kids high school kids you, usually they tone down violence this movie does not tone down the violence. I mean, right off the bat, when they take the school, they kill the security guard. A teacher tries to help a student. He gets smoked. That's dude, that's crazy, nasty. That's dude. Nasty. That was crazy. Um, these guys when they kill guys. These are some bloody. The Colombians, bro. They ain't playing. They do Why not is play. Why an American with these guys? That American is randomly with those Colombians, chilling with them. Because he was cheap, dude. Probably. Yeah, he there is nothing, no accent, nothing. That dude was the furthest thing from Colombian, and everybody else was like Colombian, dude. Well, they said he's, he's an American with him too. Um, but uh, is that what they said? Yeah, there was, they said some, some point in the movie. Oh, and the kids are, are yeah, yeah. tallying up all the. And so, what you have in this movie, really, it's Die Hard in the school is what it is. Terrorists take it over. You got um, Carmel, Carl Winslow outside the school trying to help out. I mean, the whole thing, the military messes it all up. The whole. Formula is there in place. Big time. It's, Why are we hearing so many noises here? I was just me moving oh, this bench. I've been hearing crazy stuff all night, though. Um, so, speaking, I sorry, the violence, it made it realistic. Not only that, it made me afraid. There's a scene in the movie, because they do a roll call every, because the terrorists have the school, and they're holding the, the, all the kids in the school, their dads are big deals. 
when he's remember he starts calling off the names. It's crazy. Asking is your dad so and so? I'm like, it's great. Uh, what did your dad do? He's a contractor. Well, according to this, he's what the second largest construction company in the country, and he's like, well, yeah, he's a contractor. Stinking punk, dude. So, so they're all they're all rich punk kid troublemakers. That's yeah. They're, they're, and he's been thrown out of like three stinking schools. Yep. And Lewis Guys Jr. is like, I don't care how much trouble he gets in, he's staying. He wants to break through for him. Yeah. Which is kind of awesome. Cause it's awesome. That's what a kid needs. It's like bailing Batman with stinking Alfred. What do you say? Or like stinking Mr. Spry with me, dude. I was the worst student ever, dude. Remember Bale says that Alfred, he goes, haven't given up on me yet. Have you, Alfred? And Alfred just goes, never. And he says it with that heart. Michael Caine, Alfred. Oh, oh my man. God. And Caine does not give up on him, dude. Dang, dude. Until the third one sucked. Bullshit ass movie. <laughs> but that was a sweet ending, though. Well, actually, it wasn't, but I loved it. It should have been a sweet ending. Yeah, yeah. they, they ended, messed it up. He should have shown Kane. He should have drank his coffee, looked up, a little bit of a smile, end. Showing them was stupid. It was so dumb. It's like, I think you're stupid. You're going to like this scene I'm going to make for you. I was done for governor. <laughs> I was done for governor. Governor of New York. <laughs> um, so... There's a scene where they, they, every day they, they do roll call every hour, make sure every, no one's left. That's crazy. And they tell them, if you, someone leaves this school. Five are dead. Sean Austin leaves and he gets messed up. He doesn't get back in time. And dude, I was freaking out watching because the movie. Because the guards are like, it, he said, if I don't go back, they're going to kill five kids. He said, if you go back, they're going to kill you. And they were holding him. I'm like, dude, you guys are idiots. That, like, I haven't. That gave me anxiety, dude. I'm telling you, a movie that can rat- ratchet up tension like that and make you afraid, make you like. And did you see the five he picked? That real young kid. It I'm was like, brutal. Oh the teacher was the first one he picked, dude. The headmaster, dude. That movie's just thinking about. It, I'm getting nervous, dude. dude the movie ratchets tension up really well. Man, he had a good villain. That, he was that, a that's dog. That's a classic dimester villain. Yep. That guy, actor, the villain, the actor, he said this was his favorite role he ever did in his whole Hollywood career. Well, he owned it. He was great. How brutal was the special effect of him getting shot in the head? That it almost looked like the bone broke, like the skull broke. Like it was, that was insane. It looked awful. It, it looked like real bad. It was, it was like gross. face of death nasty. I was like, that was an impressive 90s uh, you ain't lying, dude. And then he's bleeding all over Sean Austin. I'm like, eh. And even and he's dead. It was it was kind of getting, and he's still just, just blood just sopping out of there. Yeah, Steve, dude. Um, Somebody stinking, dude. That was like a uh, Dawn of the Dead stinking makeup artist on that one, dude. Um, so I like the film. I, I like it's the, a badass flick, dude. The the one thing I, I'm gonna tell you one here's a here's a here's a uh, what do you call it a nitpick, dude. Um, stinking there's when they're they're counting and Sean Austin's not there and he's not around. The black kids try to get, try to get they try to get double counted. The only black kid in the school, <laughs> of course he knows he counted you, dumbass. That's the first thing I thought. Dude, he's like he's the only black kid in the whole school, dude. <laughs> and he tries to get counted twice, and he was probably the only five guys down too. <laughs> I'm telling you, have one of the like normal looking blonde white kids jump in later in the line. Not get one of the little young white kids. That's what I'm saying. And then the one black kid in the whole school tries to double count himself. It's like and uh, number one. Okay, now you're in trouble. Right. In real life, you're shot because they know you're trying to cover up for your boy. 
What an idiot, dude. Dude, <laughs> that's a nitpick right there. Um, I forgot about that. That's hilarious because I thought the same thing. I'm like, come on, man. Him? Really? <laughs> the one Mexican, the one black guy. You don't want them to try to do anything. No. They're going to be noticed very Everybody quickly. Goes, Pull a building in them. Hold on. Oh, you do speak Spanish. A little bit. <laughs> I'm like, dang. And then jacks him in the knee, dude. That was and then Sean Austin's like, hey. <laughs> that's what he's like. What? Punk ass little white boy. Dude, um, but uh, so I. 20 years, 25 years, 27 years later, I think the movie holds up. It's a fun little ride. Uh, uh, like a few of the ones we've done recently, it holds up better because I'm older. And I understand what's going on now. And I would say this. The ending isn't ex like explosion crazy, but it's believable. I like how they did it. And it's good. I yeah, like, I like, how, like they how they did it. Did it. Uh, how badass was that chip thing? In the, in the, uh, it was great. Because the whole time I'm like... I'm, I'm like confused because I'm like, I know, I know they switched the chips, but how is he going to get it off his arm and all this? I didn't realize that the stinking box for it was on the desk. Right. I love it. So he gets, to, gets in the office, Mission Impossible style. Angie goes, that ceiling's first too high. All, How's he getting out of there? First of all, that and was we, some Henry Morales stuff right there. Dude, when he jumps up. He grabs it. That's pimp. He pulls himself through the hole. All the way through the hole. That's, that's some, insane. You got to be strong. He goes, I'm coming up. Blink. And he gets gets his fingers up there and pulls him the whole body through. That's insane, dude. I mean, give me my life could be in the line. It ain't happening, dude. My life be on the line. I'd be like, <laughs> first of all, I'm like Winnie the Pooh in it. I'm like, I ain't fitting in that thing, man. <laughs> Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. Get the honey. Sticking ass, sticking out. Like, you shoot me in the ass. Oh. Now, let's go through some of this cast, dude. We got Sean Austin as Billy Tepper. He's the he's the ringleader, and seeing him play a BA, a bad boy, is really weird. Because like, nothing else he does later is like how about, this. How about when they're like going to hang out? He's got that cut-up T-shirt. Like, <laughs> the hell is this, dude? Hey, dude, let me tell you this. First of all, if I was in a school run by terrorists, I'm not getting up my chonies in the middle of the night. I'm wearing my jeans because they pick me up out of the night. First of all... These dudes are all walking around in whitey tighties, dude. The whole time. What the hell? There was no other underwear in the stinking 80s. And 90s. There was basketball shorts. They're all hanging out in their room in their underwear. No, no, no. There was. There, if you're really rich, they had the Calvin Klein colored underwear. Like back to Marty McFly had back to the future. They all they were rich, dude. The one dude had black ones. The one dude had red ones. But they're all laying in bed together and stuff in their tiny chonies, dude. Come on, man. This was high school, bro. I ain't laying around in my chonies with you, dude. Different, different world, man. I don't know, man. That's why you wear sweatpants, boy. That's what I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm. Listen, re, uh, read the Violent J book, dude. Never sleep naked or in your underwear. We'd be ready for anything. Dang straight. I read an um, article once that said uh, Facebook said like top ten reasons to sleep naked. I'm like, there's one reason you shouldn't. A fire. The, you know what I'm saying? If you got to run outside and you're naked, you're you're a very vulnerable position. You don't want that to happen. You have to run outside and be able to to, to be okay. Dude, there's a Steve-O video <laughs> where they set out the fire alarm and him and two Russian prostitutes come walking out of the room naked <laughs> and there's everybody out there and it's so funny, dude. Oh, my. Was it a joke? Was it a gag? It was a joke, yeah. In Russia, he, when he was on his tour. <laughs> it's so funny, dude. <laughs> oh, my gosh, dude. But, I was talking about God. I've been listening to Stern, Stern Thology, sorry. So, Sean Austin, <laughs> some of his movies, Goonies. Lord of the Rings as Frodo Baggins, Stranger Things season two, Click, which was actually his role was funny in Click. Um, you know what the saddest part of Click is? What? Do you remember his son's wedding? 
can't remember the Who's scene. singing in the band at Adam Sandler's son's wedding in Click? I don't remember. The singer from the Cranberries is singing Linger at the wedding. That's not true. Yes, it is. Because Adam Sandler and his wife, Linger, was their song that was playing when they first met in the movie. And then years later, the son, the son's getting married. And the real, uh, what's her name, Dolores? Yeah. It's really her singing at the wedding. That, that, no way. It's amazing, dude. Go back and watch it. It's amazing. Rest in peace, by the way. We had a very sad event happen this week. And we're both messed up about it. Dolores with the Cranberries died she, this she week. Was, and she was only 10 years older than me. Is that insane? Have they released anything about why she died or nothing, nothing yet? Nothing. I have a bad feeling, dude. So do I. Especially knowing that she left here because of her back yep, problems. Yep, pain problems. And then she had all the uh, bipolar problems, the mental problems and stuff. Man, was she amazing, though, dude. You know, she was on um, two, two or three years ago. <clears throat> she was on Ireland's Voice. She was a judge on Ireland's Voice. No way. She only did one season because she didn't like the other um, <laughs> judge, other female judge. But uh, Click. Click. The new Rudy. Guy. Rudy. And one of his best movies ever. Encino Man? Encino Man. It is one of his best movies of all time. <laughs> she wouldn't pee on your gums if your teeth were on fire. Robin wouldn't on your gums. <laughs> She's like, he's like, yes, she would. <laughs> <laughs> He's hanging up from that statue, dude. Shush! <laughs> that guy's a good bully. He's the he's dude. You know what else he's in? What? Notable. What? He's one of the camera guy uh, hippie yes, high on dudes on Wayne's World. Yes, <laughs> Don't nod your head. <laughs> what does he say about the um, Noah's Arcade dude's wife? And might I say, your wife is something. That was him. I can't remember. That was him, dude. She's like, well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, he's in Memphis Belle. Sean Austin has a good career, dude. That movie's awesome, dude. An unsung gem, that movie Do you know is. what was the, wor- the worst and best part of that movie? Well, saddest. That dorky kid that had the good luck charm. Remember that guy threw it out the plane? But the guy, but later on, when that dude was shot and he was hurt, he pulled it out and said it was a magic trick, and he gave it back to him. That was like, dang, dude, that really like hurt me because that guy was just so like, yeah, he was like the weak guy on the plane. That's a badass movie, dude. The, 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 the war scene at the end is unbelievable. Is it, uh, who's who's Papa on Stranger Things? What's his name? Matthew Modine. Isn't that him? In that? Yes, it is. Okay, okay. That's a badass cast too. Okay. Then you have Will Wheaton as his boy Joey Trotta. Will stinking Wheaton, dude. From Stand by Me, and also plays the voice of Aqualad on my kids' favorite TV, favorite cartoon, Teen Titans Go. And Dang, Teen Gina. Titans Go just had a preview out for their new movie. And the preview, all the preview is literally, there's a big balloon monster they're fighting, and Beast Boy turns into a hedgehog to pop the balloon man, and shoots a needle. Needle goes in the balloon guy's butt, and it pops a hole in his butt and starts leaking. It goes. I'm in. <laughs> and he like, he, everyone like stops, and he covers it up, and someone's like, dude, you... Before he starts laughing, he goes, ha you farted. He goes, that wasn't a fart. That was just air cut out my butt. And everyone's quiet. <laughs> and someone's like, isn't that what a fart is? And we want to stand my son. This is the funniest he's ever seen in his life. Dude, <laughs> just like Andy, Andy said it best on Dave and Tech the Freak, I don't care how funny you are. You're never going to be as funny as a fart. 
dude trying to lift too much weight on his oh, bench. No. And he gets down and he just goes, burn. And everybody starts dying and they're like trying to lift it off of him. Dude, dude men a, are the worst. Having a boy and she's like, it's just fart <laughs> jokes. All it's just he's, Wait till he gets high school. It's dick and fart jokes dude, for life. Dude. For, it's, it's unbelievable. Listen, I listen to Howard Stern every day and David took a freak. Farts are the funniest thing ever, dude. Oh, man. Ernesto probably died watching that, dude. Will Wheaton in this movie, spoiler alert, goes out like a chump, dude. Like a chump? He is so arrogant. He hates his dad so much. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's a little shit. His dad gets him out using his crime connections because his dad's a, a sticking New Jersey he's a, crime he's boss. He's a monster, dude. Gets his boy out of that situation, calls in a favor. And Wheaton won't take it. He's too. He hates his dad so much. Yeah, but you know what though? You say he went out with like a chump. He beat that dude's ass. That and took was his crazy. machine gun, dude. He didn't know how to use it though. Well, yeah, it was too much for him, and it went straight up in the air. Which is what would happen. Uh, yeah, which was awesome that they did that. It was crazy. But watching a kid dying in front of his friends was brutal. It was brutal. That is the craziest part of that. Like when you think about that, like. Because that's their movies, best friend. No one dies like this. And, and no. With kids, no one's going to. He's one of the big. Like, he's one of the homies. Like, he's one of the it's big. Sean Ashton, he is Sean Austin's, like, go to right guy. It should be the black Mexican who dies. And Wheaton dies. It's crazy. It is crazy. Yeah, usually it is. It's the, the black, black Mexican who dies. Sticking Wheaton goes so, Then you have Keith Coogan, is snuffy. From Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. Who's like a super nerd in this. He's a nerd, dude. He's, he, he goes back to the same role he played in. Uh, the uh, what's the babysitter movie? Adventures in Babysitting. Yep. Nerdy guy with the loafers. Yep. Then you have, of course, Arlie Ermy. Which is crazy he's in this. Random, just always gonna have Arlie in on the screen, just him being himself. Then you have Lewis Gossett Jr., dude. Badass right there, dude. What's your favorite Lewis Gossett film, man? Easy. Easy. Digstown. That's your favorite. It's the best one, dude. Dude. Actually, no. El Diablo? Yes. <laughs> Who's with him in El Diablo? Who's the white guy? Anthony the- Edwards. Thank you. And you know who else is in the movie? Who they get? Oh, who they think's like this badass cowboy? Mexican guy, isn't it? No. Oh. It's um, Joey Pants. Pantaloni or whatever. He plays. Okay, what is, what is Lewis Guys Jr.'s name in El Diablo? I can't remember, dude. Something kid or something? Yeah, yeah. All the stories were written about Lewis Gossett Jr., but since he was a black guy, it were written about Joey Pants. Right. Joey Pants turns out to be a chump stang, dude. It's, it's a great story. That movie's amazing, dude. What? You shot him in the back. His back was to me. <laughs> that movie's crazy, dude. Dude, sticking. That was a, wasn't that Digstown. made for HBO? Yes. Digstown is bad. It's my. It's that's when they bring in that ringer at the end. The Mexican dude or the black dude? The huge. The, the huge black dude? It's very end, last fighter. And now, Tell me how this feel. Like, oh, my. They look at each other like, oh, crap. But then, dude, Woods just does the thing. It's so awesome. But he does it for the Mexican at the end. Oh, that's right. He has to get through the black guy first. Then, all of a sudden, the stinking jailers show up with the Mexican that killed Randall Tex Cobb at the beginning. So, you know he's a badass. And then remember, Lewis Guy Jr. said, "What do you know about the Mexican?" And he's like, "I know he's thinking, cut this, uh, cut homeboy to pieces, you know." And he's like, when he, had, "He does that to him though." It's so awesome. Down, dude. Oh! He has how many guys in one day? 
10 Dickstown men or 12 Dickstown men? 12 Dickstown men in one day. Yeah. But he had to be in the county hours by, like, by midnight, and he brings in some ringers. It's yeah. crazy. It's a good what hustle is, movie, dude. What is the Mexican dude's name? I don't remember. Oh, man, he Dick's was. Town, but I, I know you don't like this, but I loved Enemy Mine. I love that. He Sci- was an asexual alien. That's right. Gross. <laughs> he got pregnant, dude. Didn't he get pregnant? By himself, yes. Asexual. No sex. That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't know until I get married. But I'm ding. I had a joke, but I can't tell it because my wife listens to this podcast every week. Um. <laughs> Dang, I thought you were going to tell the one about what mama asked you downstairs when you're in college. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. Then you have, uh, dude, this guy has some good officer and gentleman. Have you ever seen Officer and Gentleman? With, with, yeah, the opening is the last scene with that. What song is the last scene with uh, where um, Russell R- R- Gear Richard Gear walks in and gets her, get, picks her, scoops her up, and walks out of the plant with her? I don't remember, but Deborah Winger a, used to there's be. There's a music gorgeous. playing. It's a classic scene. I know. I, I remember song. the scene. They always show the scene, right? Because that's when he became a gentleman. Yes. I forget, but I'll tell you what, though, man. Gossett Jr. is a bad ass he lays in that it on movie, Richard dude. Gear, dude. What craziest part is he's oh so he's training to be what um, Navy Navy something yeah Gosh, it's a Marine drill instructor that's crazy it, dude when they fight holy crap that movie's badass and it's almost like Gossett's playing the same kind of role he's he's being hard on him because he wants him to succeed right Iron Eagle Gossett is awesome never wrote, movies, never watched the Iron Eagle movies. They were a poor, poor man's, man's top, top gun. gun. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I knew where you were going. We were right there, dude. Uh, but they made three of them, dude. Dude, four of them. They made four. I think four was called aces. Maybe gross, um, dude. But uh, you only got to make one top gun, homie. I'm telling you. Well, they're making a sequel right now. Oh, gross. I guess Val's losing a bunch of weight trying to be in it. Are they gonna um, eat Tide Pods so that people think that they're involved? <laughs> Current with it. Stupid ass kids, bro. Then you have Denhelm Elliott as the headmaster. He's from Indiana Jones movies. He's in one and three. He's in something else, too. Trading Places. That's what it is. He's the butler. Yes. He's actually awesome in that. I love how it ends. You think he's their butler on the beach, but he tells the, their butler, the Mexican dude, tells him to go get their stuff. Dude, that's awesome. Why is Jamie Lee Curtis so hot in that movie, dude? Don't answer that because you know why. <laughs> okay. So, to celebrate this. Remember that hermaphrodite rumor? It was a huge rumor. That was for as a while. big as the Richard Gere gerbil story. The, the, the Before pre- the internet. Pre internet <laughs> <pre-internet> rumors <laughs> were. Remember on Scream? I mean, you can only hear that Richard Gere gerbil story so many times before it's true. <laughs> Let's do our top five prep school movies. So we include Toy Soldiers. Grab one, Tony. Way to let me, way to give me an advance notice on this one, you dick. I'm saying we got to, I, I, I gave you a list right there. Yeah, but you know I like to come up with different things. I know, I know. Phew. I'll do one first. Dorky Tony. McGee. One of my favorite prep school movies of all time is Rushmore, which you've never seen, have you? Yes, I've seen it. That's, oh. the, that's the second Wes Anderson. Yes, it is. The first one is... um. Uh, first one is Broken Flowers. No, no. Um, oh shoot! Bottle Rocket. Bottle Rocket. All three Wilson brothers are in Bottle Rocket. Yes, they are. And the third one is awesome. You know what else the third Wilson brothers in? Randomly, what he is in Idiocracy. He's the guy that comes out of retirement to kill 
what's his name? Luke Wilson. In the pit or whatever? Yes, he That's is. That's him, dude. No, wait, what's his name? I can't remember his name. I forget, dude, but that movie is. <laughs> that movie's a documentary, Listen, as a matter of fact. Idiocracy. I felt like actually today watching uh, Killer Ripple live at, I, I was at the mechanic office and it was on the TV. Uh, I felt like I was getting dumber with that. I'm in the background behind me. That's why you got to mute it, dude. <laughs> Let's watch it for Kelly in her outfits. She wears some sexy outfits, boy. But uh, Rushmore, the opening scene of Rushmore start. I remember watching that the first time. He solves a math problem and everyone cheers. I've had that dream. That's not a dream. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nerd's dream, dude. That, I, I, I was like, when, you go, when you go to Waterford Mott or, or any schools that we went to, that, that's not how it happens. <laughs> <laughs> I remember watching that movie with my mouth open like, oh, there's a head of this thought. Like, I, 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 okay, this is the equivalent of your dream. My dream was being at, like, at, the, at the age I'll say I don't, I like a Nirvana concert or a Weezer concert. And the drummer broke his arm. Can't, it, can't go on stage. Does anyone We're going to cancel this show. <laughs> unless there's somebody out there that can play all these songs on the drums. And one and, man and emerges. Then, and then one hand, one lonely hand goes up. <laughs> and they say, get up here, you 13-year-old. That's the equivalent of your math problem, dude. <laughs> man, your dream sounds way cooler than mine. It, it, it is cooler. <laughs> But my dream got me into the marching band, and I was a band nerd, so whatever. <laughs> so it's one time at band camp, dude. Rushmore, what do you got, dude? I gotta go. School ties, bro. You love that movie. Are you kidding me? That movie is amazing. It's uncomfortable, McGee, though, dude. It was. It's stressful. It's a stressful movie. It was crazy to watch racism among white people, and it exists. And, oh man, are you kidding me, dude? Dude, when the stinking girlfriend bitch ass was like, do you know what it's like when my friends are saying is his nose getting in the way? And I'm like, you're a bitch. Like, holy crap. He was the star football player. Bad. Dude, I wanted to kill Matt Damon, dude. That, that was, was an important, Damon? That was an important block. That was Damon, bro. That's early. Wasn't that Damon? I think you're I'm almost right. positive as Damon. Dude. I think you're right. Mad Damon. <laughs> Mad Damon. I loved. First of all, Brendan Fraser can act. Um, yeah. Have you seen With Honors? Yes. That's a badass movie, dude. That's Joe Pesci showing up too. Pesci. Dude, when he runs out in the field to die like a dog, that's the saddest shit I ever seen, dude. Oh my goodness. He's reading that stinking dude. What's the greatest nation? Donation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Too bad my buddy Frank, dude. He used, he always calls me Toe Nation. <laughs> That's funny. I'm gonna go for number three, Son of a Woman, dude. It's classic McGee with the best speech of all movies. Greatest monologue of all time. Are you kidding me, dude? Flamethrower to this place, dude. He is in rare form in that. It's only now Oscar. It's from that movie, and he deserved it all the way. He got an Oscar for that. That's supporting Damn actor. Damn right he did. Heck yes. Okay, what do you got? Well, first of all, like, you know what? The uh, actors that were the uh, the fact that Phil Seymour Hoffman played one of the punks was great because he was great at it. He was a Phil Seymour Hoffman was a fantastic piece of crap. Oh yeah. Have you ever seen Nobody's Fool? Been a long time. He was this the douchebag yep. cop dude. <laughs> he punches him in the face, dude. I'm going to go school ties just because we're doing it and I love it. You did school ties. Or not school ties. 
Uh, Toy Soldiers, my bad. Then you have Dead Poet Society. Amazing. Um, you have Seek of the Late. The Late. I just blanked on. The what? Gen- Rick. Alan Rickman? No. The Genie. Uh, Stinking. Aladdin, Genie. I just, I just, oh, Robin Williams. Thank you. I'm like, what the what? hell are you? Th- I'm like, I the got, late. I got stuck on I his name. I don't have a girlfriend right now. <laughs> I can't even speak sometimes. Ba-dum-pum. Ba-dum-pum. That post title is Robin Williams. And it's a sad movie. Oh, uh, Yeah. These How about the Saturday Night Live one? You sent that to me, you dumbass. <laughs> the Saturday Night Live version is so good. Oh, my goodness. It's so... I laughed until I cried over that skit. That, that was, was fantastic. Who's the guy that plays the teacher? Fred Har- uh, Fred Harmison? Harmison, yeah. Harmison. He's funny. He's um, so funny. The Post Society, though, is... Boy- Although I could never get behind Portlandia, dude. I couldn't do it. It was stupid. <laughs> um... The Post Society is, is kids trying to find their way in the world. It's a tough thing. It's a tough thing, dude. Um, and that's five movies right there. Five great prep school movies to watch if you're feeling that's like... Your, that's your big math problem, dude. Congratulations, dude. That's the <laughs> dream, dude. You just live the dream. Okay. Promotion. Here we go. Here's our announcement. The announcement. Made this announcement live already. Make it on the podcast as well. We're walking into the last three-week stretch the podcast is going from a weekly podcast and becoming a monthly podcast. I know. People are saddened. There's people crying across the country. <laughs> Here's the reality. My brother and I both work 60 hours a week plus some weeks. Tony's got a band. I've got a publishing company. We have things going on. We both give five plus hours a week to this podcast, and we just can't do it every week. Um, we can't do it financially. We can't do it with our time. I got a family, wife, and kids. I leave them every Friday night to come do the podcast. I got Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> I've got these Tony's pizzas in the freezer. Calling my name. Oh, so you got them? Give me one when I pop you up. <laughs> what about you, dude? Pepperoni Bane. What do you want on your tombstone? Pepperoni and cheese. Um, but uh, we're going to monthly, okay? Now, those of you who are patrons who give monthly... We're closing down the Patreon, shutting it down fully. Do not worry. You'll not be charged because we're moving from a you know, weekly uh, to a monthly model. We're going to turn off everyone's giving. So no money coming out of your big account anymore. We're going we're, we're to give all the rewards out that we owe to people and be completely square and relaunch Patreon in February with a brand new monthly format. But we're going to call it Patron, and I'm going to do three shots for my <laughs> homies. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a big announcement. Now, before we go, so we'll go at the end of the podcast, go, our, our next three movies are going to be, but I want you to know, starting in February, the podcast becomes monthly, not weekly, and we might get back to more, but for right now, we got to go monthly just for our life, for the new year, for our time. And we might, we're going to randomly do Facebook Lives exactly. for you guys, just yeah. to, you know, do updates and talk trash. Exactly. So, raised us wrong and raised us right. We got, today we got raise this right, raise this right. I'm not getting any wrongs really to throw in here. First, I got to raise this right. Well, we'll do your, yours first, Tony. We'll do the idea of you got to get your crew together. If, if, if shit hits the fan like this, it's kind of, especially for people like us who are like adventurous, like young guys. When we were young, we were so adventurous and had like these super crazy imaginations. If something goes down like this, 
get your crew together to figure it out. Yep. And um, the best part about this movie is those troublemakers are the ones that step up. Heck yes. To rectify the situation. Yep. And Lewis Scott Jr. even knows this is the guy that's going to do something. Right. And um, so that's the raise this right. But I'm going to do something for me and Ernesto right now. Late high school, early college, pick your five-person team. Counting yourself or five? You and four. You and four. Yep. Five-person counting yourself that you would want to deal with some terrorists. Now, remember, this isn't right now, so Henry, don't get pissed because, number one, you're, you're my number one. You are my number one. <laughs> yeah. But I'm going to go 18 to 20, like like high school, late high school, early college. You, you Four guys. Give me four guys. I know my four. Who do you got, dude? Okay. As far as adventures and what I ran with, number one is going to be Sean O'Dell. Because we are just crazy as shit. Yep. Um, my number two is going to be Jamel Taylor. Nice. Because he was the man, and I got to keep it ethnic. Um, my number three is going to be Kelly Kaczynski. Legit. Yeah, dude. He was he was a G, dude. You should have seen him in some of those corn mosh pits in high school, dude. Holy. I can imagine. And my, and my number four, and lastly... It's probably going to be Tony Swansea, man. Gotta be. It's got to be Swansea, dude. Gotta be. Now, I was going to cheat and say the Sansic twins, but they were older. Yeah. I'm going to go with you know the guys in my class. Okay. Number one, I'm going JR. You have to. He's a bull. He's a beast. He's a beast, and he's a genius. Yo, a right-hand man. I have the Todd father by my side. You have to. Because Todd grew up in Chicago on the mean streets. One time, he was with Wendy and her, uh, the guy she was married to for a while. Um, <laughs> your brother-in-law? Yeah. Former? Former. Uh, you're dead to me. Um, so. <laughs> Stupid as hell, dude. So, they get mugged. Three of them get mugged by two guys. Why do I not know this story? Todd yells out. He's like, he, he, he's like, he's like, he's like, give us your money. Da, da, da. Guy's hand in the pocket like he's got a gun. Give us your money. Todd jumps at both of them. Just jumps at them. Yells, Scott, get her out of here. And starts fighting two men at one time. Beats them both away. The gun was a fake out. And he's, he, they, it's just a brawl. And he, take, he, he they run. He did enough to, to panic them. They run away. Scott and Wendy were safe. Holy Chicago streets. He's no joke. No, he, he don't play, dude. Todd Father's the man. I'd put him Knuth because the guy. Why wouldn't you, dude? The guy, Knuth is. If there's one word I have for Knuth, it's down. Knuth's down. He's just dude. down, dude. And my last. The fourth was the hard. The fourth one was hard. But for me, it had to be Adam Crumpton, dude. AC, man. He's with, always on my side. We were always down for adventures. Literally, the see with Will Wheaton and with. um. Sean was me and Adam sometimes. Like, Dang, come on, step to your home. We got to go. We got to go. We got to do this together. Like, that's how it was sometimes, dude. Well, worst case scenario, throw Adam to the Lions so you can get away. <laughs> <laughs> Those are, that's a good question. Of your four, who are your four guys? Who are you go to war Five with? Five-man team, including yourself. That's a good team, bro. It's a good team, dude. You had a good team, too, I man. Team, Jamel bro. would knock some fool out. Jamel will put you down, son. And Kelly, Kelly will put you down. 
through a wall. Yeah, dude. Swansea is just crafty, man. You need that different skill set. And there. Odell's just psycho, dude. He's he's just he's the man. Odell's a legend, bro. I hope he comes to the show. I want him to be there so bad, dude. Next race is right. This movie, I can't believe this watching is this you. movie. How much has affected my thinking when it came to authority in in college? You were so bad. I pushed against authority because I honestly, Sean Austin didn't have a strong relationship with his father. He didn't. He didn't want to live with his mom or dad. He's pawned off at different schools his whole life. He needed a man to step up, fight him, to basically teach him, you're, you're a boy, is what a man is. He needed someone to be a wall he could crash into to learn. and re- he, he needed someone to respect him, respect him back. That's what he needed to do. And I had to do the same exact thing in college. I had to fight and a, until someone stood against me, and I, I'm so glad they did. But this movie taught me, I was a prankster psycho in college. Got any cheese? <laughs> this movie taught me, you don't do pranks to blow crap up. You do pranks that are classy and crafty. You do pranks yeah, that- Yeah, don't ruin stuff. Don't, I, I didn't I never do cherry bombs. I never did, did any of that crap. Bomb. Um, we had a few pranks <laughs> go bad. Just be, like one time, we just wanted to know what would happen. TV? If you took the, the nut off the urinal. Um, there's like the big nut on the urinal, so we we, we, started, we started wrenching it off. All of a sudden, it was like it was like a gun went off. It was like bang. We're on the tenth floor of a twenty story building, so the pressure of that like that water is un. It, I hope somebody knew how to turn the water off. Dude, we flooded our floor and the floor underneath us. The water came. Did you guys out. just run. We just stood there and we're laughing. Then we're like, oh, the it's filling up in this bathroom. And because you idiots, and dude, it's dude, it was this guy named uh, the, we call him the Wolfman, Ed Chesney. He would take that nut and he'd stand on the side of the water and he like kind of bounce his leg. Then he'd jump in the way the stream's hitting his chest and exploding. And he'd take the nut and try to push it in to screw it in. You're not gonna get over that pr- water pressure. It was awesome to watch him try though, dude. Well, you guys were panicked <laughs> out, weren't you? Dude, we had a call. They had to shut the whole building down. It I was- guarantee you, they they rolled their eyes and said, "Is it the tenth floor?" <laughs> <laughs> like we didn't. So, so here's some pranks we did. Examples. A, a prank that's just classy, but no one gets hurt. You put, you go and steal all the butter knives from the stinking dining room. You put them in the hymnals because they lay flat. And when the, 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 the song master <sighs> says, so "Everyone, let's stand and turn to hymn 422." You're so stupid, dude! Oh my god! Or for finals week. <laughs> We decided, because finals week is, so first week of school, everyone goes to breakfast. After that, everyone stayed up too late. You know, breakfast is always the least uh, visited meal, okay? But finals, everyone goes to breakfast for the first day of finals. Everyone sleeps good, showers, comes for a good breakfast, ready for that first final exam. You know what I'm saying? We decided the night before finals, we're going to steal every chair out of the sinking student dining room. There are like 800 chairs in there. And these are not, full, these are, Wooden heavy chairs, dude. Each chair probably weighed like five pounds. I couldn't use my keys as a worker in the kitchen because I'd get expelled, mm-hmm. misuse my keys. So a guy had to stay and hide in a closet until everything shut down. And we had guys in three different places hide until 10 p.m. to open the right doors. So, so you stayed up all night the night before finals? That's right. You guys are so crazy. We had a 22 minute. You're lucky you're smart, dude. We had a 22-man team, okay? Because we had to move 800 chairs by hand 
out of the SDR in the basement to a different building across campus, up three floors into the balcony of the chapel. Why? So I left campus with a reputable citizen. Because I couldn't go with one of my people. I went with one of like a RA from another floor. And we went to do something like ministerial. And I left looking at some of my guys. because I, I had to be gone so I could not be fingered for this event. For Dang, this. I didn't know they did punishments like that in high school. <laughs> <in their college. laughs> Moody's Roddy, bro. <laughs> I saw your face and I knew what you were going to say, dude. I couldn't be. I, Tom I had, Green, eat your heart out, dude. I, I, I needed an alibi. I needed an alibi. <laughs> So I'm off campus, okay? There's a guy I look out in the 20th story <coughs> watching security drive and would call radio guys and say, you're clear. And they'd run through outside doors. They got all the chairs moved. That's crap. All the guys. And so I remember that, that first morning going downstairs, dude, walking into the SDR. And everyone's press, pressures are coming in. Students are coming in. And there's no chairs. It's just tables. And they're tall tables. People are trying to eat like bent over. Some people are sitting on the floor. Everyone's annoyed. Like, everyone has finals. And everyone's annoyed and angry. They just want to chill. And I'm like, we've done it. Like, this prank was so good. Years later, I was at an alumni meeting. So it's like five years later, I'm married, told my wife about the story and everything. We're at an alumni meeting in St. Louis. If, you're, if you've been to Moody, you can come for a free lunch. So we go to the free lunch. Everyone says, tell us about your time at Moody. It goes around. Three of the stories were pranks I was a part of. Oh, someone my. told the SDI. Like, I remember when files were down, man, there was no chairs. It was crazy. That was, I mean, I was mad, but I look back, it's pretty funny. Angie's just holding my hand like it all happened. Oh, my. I bet you were so proud. I was chest <laughs> out, chin that's, up. That's not a that prank is not a me. It's, it's a it's a classy. It's a your attention. It's a no harm. It's a no harm yeah. prank. One guy pulled a prank once. I thought this was on the edge. He put a zip line between the, third, the, the upper balcony and the uh, big pipe organ on stage. And he put an alarm clock on there, and it slowly went down that line and went off during chapel. Extended, and it ruined chapel. That's on the edge. How do you get it? You gotta get some up there with a, and get a ladder and cut the line down. Then the, the, the clock falls into the crowd. It was a mess, dude. Did you find out who it was? I don't know who that did that one. That one. That was wow. That's after I failed out and came back. So I was like, I was out. Of, I, was, I was a different person then. But uh, had a couple of good pranks, dude. One time we stole all the paintings from all the presidents from all the different the different buildings, and we just they were in my literally in my unlocked closet in my dorm room. All these paintings. Oh my goodness. One of them stood. Like how long is my arm span? What do you think that is? Six. One of them was six feet across, dude. We stole it from across a security desk. Literally, Adam walked over, walked to the side of the guy's desk, grabbed the guy's head, and said, "I want to talk to you." And I went in front of him and took the thing off the wall. <laughs> you guys are idiots. And we'd walk in elevators with these paintings, and we just pretend we, we pretend that nothing was going wrong, and no one would paint, no one would notice. It was nuts. <sighs> but um, one day at chapel, someone just goes, they're just reading the, the, the announcements. Ed just goes, and uh, to whoever's taking all the president's uh, portraits around the campus, would you please return them? Thank you. And I was, that's, all I, that's all I wanted. I'm like, you just want recognition. That's all I wanted. It was stupid, dude. It was stupid. But this movie helped me learn to do classy, funny pranks versus mean, jerky pranks. 
I, I never did the catch up under the toilet seat prank. That's mean to people's legs, you know. Tunningly did. I know he did. Chris, that's the good dog, dude. But we did the the, the watermelon jello. The catch up under the toilet seat. That's brutal, dude. That will if it, in the morning. That will make you want to kill someone. We have morning at church. You get up. <laughs> that's where he did it. He did not. He did it at faith, dude. But did it at camp one no, year? No, he did it at faith. I'll tell you what happened at camp one year. Me and me and. The pastor's son, Josh Combs, we, we used to call us salt and pepper. I remember that. And we were like the most popular crazy kids. Well, at church camp. Yeah. <laughs> so our cabin. It's a small pond. <laughs> our, our, our cabin snuck out to do a kitchen raid. Awesome. And everything was great. We ate a bunch of junk food, had a blast. Sounds great. Ran through the woods. It was awesome. But one of the guys was from another church. He was like kind of a little shady. And He's a narc? No. He was the idiot that took super glue. There's there. Okay, when you go up to get them uh, every morning, the campers have to get their medicine. If you bring medicine, you give it. You yeah. go to this sliding door, this sliding like like wooden thing. It was kind of like where the windows at. You walk up to it, and mm-hmm. they, they open it, and they give you your medicine. He super glued it shut. And I'm like, like me and Josh were like, um, you just tainted everything we did. Like we're not that guy. Like, and they had to like, I mean. When we got there in the morning, everybody was pissed. They started trying to figure out what cabin it was, blah, blah, blah. And so we're kind of like, we like, we didn't realize he did that. All the paint from that thing was off. And the, you could see that they had to rip that thing open. And they're like, it like ruined that thing. And I'm just like, well, we can't admit it now, dude, because this ass. Like, there's like. He crossed the line. It's just like you said, it's a no harm thing. Like. Creativity. Food. There was a legend. There was a what I could ever pull off. I heard years before I was a student. That and I know to this day, Phil Arcalian had to have been the one that took the big dump on the rock. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah. Somebody did. We we all came to the conclusion it was Phil. Huge <laughs> <laughs> dump out on the rock, dude. <laughs> that takes some kind of balance and stuff, though, man. <laughs> but uh. I, I, there's rumors that years before I was ever there, some kids took apart like an old VW Beetle and rebuilt it on stage. They brought it in piece by piece and rebuilt it on stage. So people came in the chapel, there was a car on stage. And there's no big doors in the chapel. It's all like, so it's just in, that's a, that's a good prank. How do you do that? You can't take the body apart. They took the body apart, dude. These guys were all car guys, apparently. Wow. That is a great prank. That's insane. Like the prank in the movie was a the, good prank. The office, even he said, it's exactly how I left it. <laughs> That's a great prank, dude. It was awesome. Um, but yeah, I, I wanted to always, as a pranker in college, I wanted to be a pranker who didn't break or ruin, but got, but people knew. Yeah. This is, this is a. You got your recognition. Exactly. You, got, you were the ringleader, weren't you? I was a ringleader. Like, <sighs> man. There was um, like three of us, like there was literally. The dean would call three people when things happen at school. McCormick, me, and Adam. Because one of us had our hands in it. What? How come I don't know this McCormick? He's in Haiti right now. He works in Haiti. One of the countries that President Trump called an asshole. Dang, Gina. (laughs) It's Fox News propaganda. (laughs) (laughs) He's so skinny. He's not a heavy guy at all. Oh, he's (laughs) (laughs) 6'4". I saw him dunk once on a... Hakeem Olajuwon. No, it, was the, it was the Kimmy Matumbo from what I heard. <laughs> Kinra, come down with that a white lightning. Stupid, dude. White chocolate. White chocolate. We gotta go. We gotta go. 
Rain dance. I started. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny, dude. Oh, shoot. So next week, we are watching the movie The Shawshank Redemption. Dang, dude. That, that we're watching, That Thing You Do. Yes. And then we're watching one of four movies that you get to vote on. Go to our Facebook page, Redham Theater, and you see Jurassic Park, Beetlejuice, Beverly Hills Cop, Beverly Hills Cop, and Ghostbusters. Vote on one. If you like one, it's a vote. At the end of next week, whichever has the most votes becomes the the last weekly podcast we do. So there are next three movies. Next, the last three weeks of our weekly podcast are coming up. Vote on our Facebook page and make it happen. With that said, anything else about Toy Soldiers, dude? It was badass. Good movie. I dug it, dude. What are the songs going to do before and after the podcast? I don't even know. I'll figure it out. I'll find them. I don't know. Maybe some cranberries, baby. Damn, dude. Ridiculous thoughts? Uh, I think that's a good one. With that said, I'm Ernesto. I'm Antonio. We'll see you next week at the Red Room Theater.